Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my Blacadian universe. It has been a minute since I've talked about hair, black hair. Um, it's such an important issue, and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, I need to bring it into my Blacadian universe. So, um, yeah, let's talk about black hair some more. So I am a natural haired black woman. So um, I don't put any chemical processing or whatever in my hair. Um, and I haven't for almost like 20 years now. Wow. Um, and it's a journey. It's a journey um, to get to that process. And um, I think I've shared previously that uh, I uh, knew that, first of all, I hated, <laughs> I um, would like get my hair relaxed, which I hated. Um, it just, um, my hair is like um, very fine and it would just be plastered to my head, which I hated. Um, I, I wanted, you know, some texture. So I'd always like, you know, wait for a while. So until, you know, I had some new growth before I was actually happy with it. And uh, so I was like, this obviously is not for me. Uh, so then, you know, we did go to like a texturizer, which is sort of basically the same thing. Anyways, the point is that um, eventually I was just like, you know what, I need to figure something else out because this... It's just not working. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so I, you know, it's, it's just different. I think people, um, you know, they go through their own journeys with their hair. And I just, um, I uh, love my natural hair. And um, it's the maintenance and care of your hair. You have to figure out what works for you. Um, Definitely every uh, natural girl <laughs> knows about like the product graveyard where, you know, you have like all these products that you had such high hopes for and then just didn't work out. You know, so I have, you know, um, the process and the journey and anyone who's um, struggling or, you know, on their hair journey stick with it because it's so worth it it's um it's just something that uh, unfortunately we have to you know if you're didn't learn in your home about how to care for your hair uh then you just have to go through that process and i was fortunate enough to have um you know that support of <laughs> going through that journey but you know, I'm just, I'm just a me and I wanted to, you know, learn and do things on my own. It's just how I am. And, you know, luckily I had a very supportive, you know, family helping me on this journey as well as a, <laughs> a wonderful um, hairdresser as well. So it was, it was, I had, I guess I had more supports than most on this journey. And also I love, like, I feel like, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, like, 
uh, black women, I love changing up my hairstyles. So like any excuse to like, I'm like, oh, I need to get braids. I, you know, I need it to grow my hair out. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's not, you know, you don't have to twist my arm to uh, get me to do a new hairstyle. So um, that was also lots of fun. Just trying, I, I didn't find it, I guess, stressful. I kind of found it fun to have new hairstyles. But one of the things that I did uh, struggle with, I think, um, that upon reflection, when I'm talking about all these new hairstyles and stuff was just letting my natural hair be. Like I always had to do something with it, right? Like, oh, I like had the, you know, the growing out phase and then the big chop and then I had to, you know, did all these things and just I um I uh I never really um wore like uh like units or like wigs or anything. It's just I I guess it's because like my mom didn't and she just like always had her natural hair and she just did her thing. So like I didn't have anyone to show me how to do it. And like so I was like, I guess that's like I guess I could go to the hairdresser, but like my hairdresser, she would not do it for me. <laughs> just, yeah, she was like that hairdresser who's like I've been going to since I was a child. So she basically could boss me around. And I just was like, okay, she's, you know, like a little auntie. She's just like, okay, whatever. So um, I just had to figure it out, figure products to use, like whatever the case may be. Like I just had to do it. Um, and... I felt like I had, I wasn't dressed. I wasn't, um, you know, put together, ready to present myself to the world unless my hair was done in some case or shape or form, whatever that may be, of what it was that day. And, you know, for some people, it's like makeup. For some people, it's, you know, um, their certain uh, clothing that they need or, you know, just something about it. Uh, it. And for me, it was, I can't leave the house unless my hair is done. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I'll, like, I'm not a big makeup person either. So I'll like go out of the house, like barefaced, you know, not obviously like I, I have to uh, like, you know, be clean <laughs> like my face is washed or whatever you know but it's just like I don't have to put on you know makeup or anything I'll just go I'm like whatever uh that's just you know for but I know like some of my friends they're like you will not see me <laughs> until I have you know like some basic makeup done and I was like, oh, okay, that's the thing. And I felt that and I didn't get that, but I got the, um, you're not going to see me unless my hair is done process. And the more I thought about it, the more it bugged me, it bothered me because I wondered what it meant. What did it mean that I felt so uncomfortable um, having my 
hair in its natural state, like not, you know, with gel or, you know, creams and, you know, all these lotions and stuff like that and watered and, you know, sprayed and all that stuff. Like, what did it mean that I had to do something with my hair, you know, most likely as I am lazy, <laughs> like, you know, at least, a, you know, uh, a slicked bun or something. I had to do something with my hair to step outside the door. And I was like, it's that, uh, that presentability, that idea of, um, I'm not, uh, as a black woman, people are going to judge me for uh, my natural hair. My natural hair will be judged as messy even when it's just doing its thing because it's being compared to um, white hair. It's going to be compared to like, you know, someone's hair who's like, basically the European standard of hair. That's what my hair is getting judged by. So I have to show some sort of effort that I've tried to tame, you know, that the wilds of Africa of my fuck of my hair. And so I was like, what? Huh? No. And I just, it really came to a head from, for me in university. And I'm, I didn't think I made any, um, you know, I, I was a, just a big nerd. And so I, I took studying in university very seriously and I was super stressed like all the time. <laughs> so like, uh, like, um, I would get like calls from my like mom to remember to eat because she knew I wasn't free and eating because it was like exam time. And she was like, you will <laughs> like, she knows I'm going to like just friggin' study day and night and like not literally like eat. Uh, so I would get like calls of like, remember to eat. And then like literally an hour later, did you eat? And I was like, shit, no. So <laughs> I'd have to go. Um, so yeah, like that, I was very serious. And so the idea of taking time out to do my hair was intolerable to me. And so just seeing like, you know, um, my white peers just being able to like tie their hair up in a like messy bun or just literally have like um you know weird like matted braid that they've had in for like <laughs> you know a week and they're just doing nothing and then it just nobody batting an eye but if I didn't take that time to do my hair then it would like not be a, a not a thing it would be a scene um if I were to do the same and so I because I'm just me and I like to make people uncomfortable <laughs> when it comes to race relations or not uncomfortable just you know I want my equality um I remember just being like you know what I too am going to do a messy top knot bun thing and I am not going to, you know, do my edges and like do all the stuff. I'm just going to throw my friggin' hair up and that is going to be it. And it was liberating. It was so liberating. 
and uh it was like powerful i felt like it was <laughs> i it, it's just it's it's so crazy because i can i can't explain it to someone unless you have that feeling of you know uh i i felt like you know, I, I'm trying to explain how important it was to me that I would not let anyone see me. Like, I will not step out of the house. Like, do not see me. Look at me unless my hair is done. And so that freedom of just being like, it is what it is. My hair is, this is how it naturally grows out of my scalp. This is what it is. I have done something to it, which is to keep it out of my face while I study. I'm here to study just to do that. It was freeing. It was freeing. I, I, I want to say it was like walking outside naked for me. And it, it was like, uh, like just that feeling of this is crazy, but like it was so amazing. And I never went back. I never went back. So, um, and it was good for me because it, it made that transition between a nice to have, but not a need to have. I could, um, you know, go outside with my hair, not like spending this time on my hair. I could just go outside and be freeing. And, you know, uh, that was powerful for me. It was very, very um, an important step in owning my blackness, owning my hair and celebrating it in a way that um, was transformative to me. And uh, I think it was, uh, it really was like that final step, I guess, uh, in my uh, natural hair journey. So fast forward, uh, many years later, and I'm in uh, a corporate job. Uh, and as I've mentioned before, it's, it was a different job. But it was a, a corporate space, predominantly white. And uh, I had my <laughs> one of my coworkers, a wonderful woman who uh, I'm still friends with, uh, despite not being in the job anymore. She's lovely, uh, lovely older uh, Jamaican woman who um, <laughs> worked with me, and she's. I'm just laughing because she gave me such endless hours of pure entertainment in that job. Uh, there's something very special about uh, you know even though we were generations apart about being like the only black people in a space, you just, you just instantly bond. Um, so anyways, when I first started this job, she like, <laughs> before she got to know me, uh, as well as she uh, does now was, um, <laughs> just like she took one look at my hair and she was so kind, but she was ready to fix it for me. Like she like pulled me aside and she was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, she's trying to be nice, but meanwhile, she's probably thinking, Oh my God, this poor child she probably doesn't have like any family to teach her how to do her hair properly. She was like, 
going into her purse trying to get her supplies whatever she had on uh you know board here and she's like I can, you know, she's like, I can just braid it up for you. Like, she's like, it will take like, you know, maybe like we can do it over lunch. She's like, I can just do a quick braid like for you. Like, did you want me to do that? Just like for your hair. And I was like, nope. (laughs) And, you know, I took it as it was because I could tell the difference between someone being, you know, mean and just someone trying to be helpful and literally you know, she was trying to help me because she thought like, oh God, this is the best she can do. Like, oh, she's probably like, (laughs) she probably just felt so sorry for me. Also, ouch, ouch to to my ego because I'm like walking around here like happily with my like hair. And uh, she was just like, I, I need to take her aside and like, do you need a hat or something? And I was like, damn. Um, but yeah, she like reached out and I was like, no, no, like I just, I just didn't, like I'm not doing a thing. Like I just did like, a, I think I just did like a simple like twist with like a pony and I just like left it out, didn't do much, you know, and she's like, yeah, like you're just, you know, she's like, you have so much hair, like you're, you know, just like it helps you, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm good. And I thought it was like me doing that twist. I thought it was like me attempting to show effort. Anyways, (laughs) she just took pity on me and she was trying to like get my hair in order. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. And I was like, yeah, I actually just sort of don't really you know, do very much. Like I was like, I just sort of leave my natural hair alone. That's what makes it happy. Just like, you know, water it like a plant and just leave it alone. That's sort of what I find works. And so we had this whole conversation and she was like, okay. And she sort of got it that I was not like, I don't want to say a protest piece, but it was just like, I've put just as much effort into my hair as like, you know, Sally white girl and you know it's I did something with it but I didn't have to like try and make it presentable to you know white people I just sort of am doing my thing and this is just my hair out of my scalp my hair is presentable as it grows out of my scalp you know what I mean like it it is what it is and I'm trying to you know, it's like the importance of the crown act and just all these things like black hair is presentable. Like I'm trying to um, get people comfortable with natural black hair. And I don't mean natural, like, you know, um, people have like, you know, froze and all that stuff and people are comfortable with it. I mean, just like my sort of <laughs> in between, I don't know. I, I think I did a whole discussion on like, I don't like to say like, for a hair, whatever the case may be. I just like, whatever it is that, you know, my hair that's growing out of my scalp, I discussed before how it it's not, you know, like it can't support a pick much to my chagrin because I would have that pick in it all the goddamn time. <laughs> I would just have it. Like, I'd just be like, you, you could hear me. You could just hear me picking it every day if I could. But anyways, the point is that like, I was just like, yeah, it is what it is. I'm just you know, some days I do, like I 
go and get my silk press and I go to the hair salon, I get it done and all that good stuff. But I'm like, you know, most days like people, I just tie it up in a bun and just call it a day. And so she got that it was not a protest piece, but it was just me just trying to set an example and of uh, that my hair is done. My hair is done when I, you know, do it just ha- like it's done. It is what it is. And I just, you know, let's embrace my hair. Um, it's clean. Uh, it's not like I don't have to gel it or straighten it or do a twist out or do anything. I just, it is what it is. It's just, it's hair. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's there. And I just, I think that's sort of um, the point that I was trying, I am still trying to make is just, you know, I have fun. And I, I do um, still like doing my hair. I like to do fun things with my hair. You know, uh, the pandemic, I talked about how I got dreads, which was like faux locks. And it was so much fun. And I always wanted them. And, you know, my parents were like, no, it's a political statement, all this stuff. So I was like, okay, like, but uh, it was like the first time in my adult life that I got to have faux locks and I loved it. Um, but usually I just go to like, you know, my default setting is like knotless braids. It's just, I love it love it and so like that's sort of where I go when I'm just like I need a break from my hair or my hair needs a break so it's just you know I like switching it up I like doing different things but I'm, it's okay to let your edges out <laughs> just like you know not put all this product in your hair to try and do a thing and you know it's just it's part of your journey and I think that I've enjoyed it um, so much of being able to get to that space. And I wanted to end with, you know, uh, my very bestie, uh, Nadine and, you know, her just iconic hair story, which, uh, I think about (laughs) all these years later just makes me laugh so hard. So, she also works in a predominantly white space and, you know, she's a nurse here. And, uh, so she was <laughs> all these years ago, she was, um, you know, going through her own hair transition journey. And so, uh, she, her hair was like, you know, partially, um, uh, <laughs> relaxed and not. And so she like, just like washed it and uh left it uh you know to air dry and it was sort of like a interesting unique curl pattern and she was you know kind of feeling it right feeling it and she uh on her day off <laughs> because she's such a dedicated nurse she wanted to just pop in quickly and do a bit of some paperwork that she'd forgotten and she was like certain that she was going to be the only black person. (laughs) She thought she knew everyone's schedule that she was going to be the only black person working that day. So she could pop in with this hair salon. She was like, you know, I was feeling good, but she knew that if she saw anybody from our community, 
that it was going to be a conversation. And so she's like, okay, Denise, it's, it's like a labyrinth, like the, the hospital. She's like, just walking through and she's like feeling good. And people were like, all of her white colleagues were like, oh my God, Nadine, yes. Look at that hair looking good. Yes, whatever. And um, she was like, yeah, I'm feeling good. And then she runs in. <laughs> to the one person her um, older uh, you know this older Caribbean lady that works on her floor that she didn't think would be working that day and she was like the way she looked at me she's like Denise I was like it's over she knew it was over she's like I <laughs> she's like my heart sunk because she looks at me sort of like tilts her head to the side and she's like she doesn't say anything she just was like Tilts her head to the side and she's like, mm. it just made that, that sound. And she was like, oh my God, no. And she was like, mm. Mm -hmm. so she was like, okay, I go about my business. I'm like, do my thing. And she comes and she finds me and she's like, oh, doesn't even like start with like, I didn't think you were working today. Just comes into, so did you just wash it and leave it like that? And I was like, no, she didn't. Just like, she didn't even say hi. Didn't even say, how's it going? Like, what are you doing? She just went into, so you just washed it and leave it like that. And I was dying because. <laughs> and so we had this whole conversation. I was just, after I like picked myself up off of the floor because we all knew it was coming. Like just, she was waiting for it. But at least she waited. I was like, well, at least she waited until she got you by yourself. Because, like, you know, you had to have that conversation privately. But um, I was like, yeah, that's that's that rough conversation. Like, there's something about, uh, <laughs> like, our our um, community. She can take you down. Just take you down. Like, she was like, I was feeling good, too, Denise, after all those compliments that I was getting in the hallway. And you're, I was thinking this might be my new style. And then, of course, um, the reality check came. And, uh, yeah, just awesome. But... <laughs> but it is, it is, uh, you know, I just... I think it is that that freedom. I think it's that freedom from those expectations, the freedom to just let my hair be my hair um, is an important part on my natural hair journey. And it's been, uh, it's been nice. It's been nice to just accept my hair as it is and not feel that I'm not done or done up without, um, you know, or acceptable to go outside, um, unless I, you know, sort of try and do a lot to my hair. And I mean, it's not to say that I'm not like, not going to do anything. But I think um, it's been very nice for me to, to sort of embrace it, embrace my hair, um, in its natural state, uh, as presentable to the world. And I think if I can, uh, as I'm walking around, you know, possibly <laughs> shocking some people with my, you know, I'm using air quotes here, you know, 
uh, unkempt hair, you know, maybe people will look at me and, you know, I'm, I, uh, you know, I also am, I, as you'll have known from my previous podcast, I'm bougie as hell. So people can tell that, you know, I do, uh, I think the other parts of my dress and appearance are obviously, you know, well-maintained. So I think it makes it even more obvious that, um, this was an intentional act of, you know, my hair being, you know, as is. And so, uh, you know, I hope it elevates it in, you know, in people's eyes and sort of takes away that sort of um, expectation of what I should be doing with my hair and saying, yeah, you know what, she's just, that's what her hair does. That's what it is. You know, I just brushed my hair today and I walked out the door and, you know, this black woman did the same and that's okay. That's good. That's what we should expect. You know, no more of this hair discrimination for, for black women. So, uh, that's where I'm at. And if it means I can save myself an extra 30 minutes in the morning, so be it. (laughs) So thank you so much for, uh, joining me and listening to uh, my conversation uh, about um, black hair. So uh, let me know. Let me know if you uh, feel bold to go out um, with your natural hair without, you know, uh, doing anything to it and how that would make you feel um, anxious or excited, or you're like, yeah, I've been doing that forever. Denise, what are you talking about? Uh, welcome to the party. (laughs) Anyways, uh, be sure to like comment and subscribe and I will talk to you next time.